Fit, active, healthy, happy, enjoying the prime of your life. Looking out for your health and wellness, this is Health Talk with Fred Lowry from Lowry Drug in Statesville. Call now to ask Fred your health questions, 704-873-1400, 704-873-1400. You can also visit Fred at his store, conveniently located on Hartness Road in Statesville. Good afternoon, uh, this is Fred Lowry. It's October the 27th, a beautiful uh, Friday afternoon here. I love the fall. I'm pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine, and this is Health Talk. This program is intended to share knowledge and information based on my research and experience. It is not intended to offer advice and does not replace a one-on-one res- uh, relationship with a qualified health care provider. Uh, your daily choices have more to do with your health than anyone in the healthcare field. Hopefully, we're empowering you t- with uh, some knowledge to take a proactive approach to your health. So there's so many things to talk about. I, I always have, I've got a stack of things and I just have difficulty sometimes narrowing down what I want to talk about. There's so much. I, I wonder, like, how long does it take you to prepare all this for this week? Um, I, 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 I'm doing it all the time, you know, and, and part of it too is, that, you know, I'm interested in, in this type of material and and also, you know, if you, if you learn things, the, the more you learn, the more you realize how much you don't know. And, and, and sometimes things are complex, and, and so you kind of have to break it down into to ways that, that sort of make sense and ways that you can uh, adjust and, and, and help people. So uh, one of the things that uh, I found kind of interesting, you know, is we uh, keep hearing about fake food and uh, actually – a lot of the food that we're eating is fake food, but uh, now we, we want to uh, have uh, lab-grown meat and uh, that type of thing. And you may have even heard about uh, moving towards insect protein and fat. Have you, have you heard that, Joe? No, but I've heard, I, I heard from Justin's show this morning, and I know you were on it. I heard a little bit about yeah. it. He was talking about there's an acceptable amount of bugs allowed on fruit when they come into the U.S. Is that true? Well, I, I have no idea, but I, I'm sure there, are, there have been insects. I mean, and I'm sure that we have all consumed insects unknowingly and, and without intent. Uh, but uh, October the 17th, uh, Tyson Foods announced a partnership with Protex. Now, uh, funny name, Protex, uh, uh, for more sustainable protein production of course the idea is that the uh, greenhouse gases and the animals are uh, you know destroying the atmosphere uh, uh, you know geoengineering might have something to do with that too but uh, nonetheless uh, Tyson Foods one of the largest uh, food companies has reached an agreement uh, for uh, twofold investment with Protex a leading global insect ingredient company and they're going to expand uh, their insect ingredient solutions to create a more efficient, sustainable proteins and fats for the global food system. So this is a joint uh, venture with them, and, and they intend to open an insect ingredient facility in the continental United States. Uh, Protex is, a, uh, I believe, a European country uh, where they uh, use black soldier flies uh, to uh, uh, and, and they're basically feed feed them garbage, 
and uh, and they they reproduce and and they they're making uh, fertilizer with that, et cetera. <clears throat> so it's it's coming. Uh, you're, and I know Joe can't wait. So yippee! I'm yeah. so, I'm so excited. Uh, it it may be biblical, wasn't there a locust and honey uh, consumption and. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it yeah. was, yeah. Um, also in the news, uh, interesting take on this. I report on this before where DNA fragments were found in uh, the uh, COVID uh, injectables, uh, Pfizer and Moderna. And uh, now they're, when, it, when it comes down to that, they're, they're saying, well, you know, this is now an adulterated drug. So if there's contaminants in a drug, then, you know, it has to be withdrawn. And that may also open up the, uh, the door for uh, lawsuits, perhaps. Uh, so uh, apparently the, uh, the DNA fragment uh, levels that are allowed in the U.S. are actually quite a bit lower than, than Europe, uh, which is good, but uh, they're, they're in there. And of course, now every every um, body has the opportunity to get to, uh, two shots in one for uh, their uh, flu shot and COVID shot, uh, which uh, I'm I'm still uh, not happy with uh, my profession uh, in terms of continuing uh, to uh, offer COVID shots, particularly to children or anyone, and it's really. Uh, a bad idea particularly to get both at the same time uh, that's just uh, not good in fact uh, the FDA is now reporting that elderly citizens that get the uh, flu shot along with the COVID jab uh, it increases your risk for stroke so um, and of course the the shot does that anyway so uh, that's uh, that's kind of the, the the things that are in the news, uh, of course, uh, there, there's, uh, there's a lot more. So uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about um, is, uh, is hormone replacement and uh, along with depression, uh, the, the serotonin component you know, that uh, we've been led to believe that uh, serotonin is... Uh, the call low serotonin is the cause of depression. I, I I don't think that's that's the case. But there's a and this is an example of the the complexity and relationships of of all these things uh, these uh, systems in your body. So uh, you have the the neurotransmitters related to uh, brain chemistry. You have uh, hormones that are found in the blood, so the, the neurotransmitters are found in nerves. Uh, the uh, hormones f are found uh, in the blood. You have your adrenal glands, your stress hormone glands, your thyroid, uh, your blood sugar control, and, and all of these things are related. And you know, it, it uh, it's going to sound, it may sound complicated, and and it really is complicated. <laughs> But uh, what we're going to do is try to break it down in a way that, that kind of makes sense on a practical sort of level here. Uh, so, you know, in starting out with a, a little bit of uh, 
hormone replacement. Um, you know, we think about estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, those kind of things. We're going we're going to look at those uh, a little bit, and and I don't even think I can cover even a portion of this in the time that we've got. But we are coming up uh, on a break here, so. Uh, this is Health Talk, Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine from Lowry Drug Company, and we'll be back in a moment. This is Fred Lowry with Health Talk. Uh, Lowry Drug is on Hartness Road in Statesville, established in 1959. We're a traditional family pharmacy with a state-of-the-art compounding laboratory. We offer a full line of medical equipment, supplies, CPAP, scooters, oxygen, have a full line of supplements, nutritionals, herbs, essential oils, homeopathic, and more. Not your traditional pharmacy, I assure you. Come see us. So we're talking about uh, going to cover a little bit of hormone replacement kind of things. And uh, one of the things that uh, the uh, pharmaceutical industry uh, did years ago was uh, they started using prescribing diethylstilbestrol. The idea was women that were pregnant would take that to create a fatter baby. And they equated that with being healthy. And uh, it, it did make... Uh, Babies fatter, estrogen uh, makes people gain weight, which incidentally, you know, a lot of the, the ladies I work with, uh, they're, they're not happy about weight gain uh, after menopause, and, and it's not uncommon. And one of the things that they, you think is that they are uh, low in estrogen, and on a, in some areas they, they are certainly uh, low in estrogen, you know, uh, because of the estrogen that is uh, produced in the ovaries. So it does affect uh, the, the uterine area, uh, of course. But uh, estrogen does uh, stay at, at a certain level. Uh, every cell of the body can make it. And so we're, you see uh, blood levels of estrogen go down, but the tissue levels are still there. What, but what really go, uh, goes down a lot is the androgens, the testosterone that both men and women have, and progesterone. And, and so, uh, you know, when you look at uh, hormones in the blood, you're, you know, you're really not seeing uh, those levels. And so one, one of the things that is important and a take-home message here is that uh, I think women and, and even men sometimes uh, need progesterone and progesterone helps balance out estrogen it, 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 it always has done that and uh, so as well as uh, the androgens like uh, testosterone but what happens is 
as we age, as men age, as women age, the progesterone uh, goes down as, as does testosterone. And so it, it's a little bit of a, a, a confusing kind of thing is because years ago they only gave women progesterone and they, and they really didn't give them progesterone. They gave them a synthetic medroxy progesterone to prevent uterine cancer from taking estrogen like Premarin. And so w- once a woman maybe has a hysterectomy, then they say, well, we don't, you don't need progesterone anymore because we no longer are going, you know, we're not preventing uh, endometrial cancer because you don't have that, uh, that part of your body anymore. But the progesterone is really important for, for many other things in balancing out the estrogen you know, it's, it's, these hormones uh, are important for every part of the body. It's not just one location. So the take-home message that, you know, is if, if you're on estrogen, uh, you definitely need to be on progesterone uh, in, in, to balance that out. So uh, one of the things that... Uh, people are concerned about, uh, of course, is the cancer risk. And the cancer risk uh, would be greater if, if you're not balancing that out uh, with uh, the progesterone. <clears throat> so the other thing that, that happens sometimes is that uh, thyroid hormones uh, also decline. And so here we have uh, not having enough progesterone on board and then we also have thyroid hormones that are declining for many reasons and now you 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 got you've got weight gain still so it it makes it difficult uh to to lose weight and so with more stress you know the body is conserving energy and and so the hormone production changes so that we're not burning uh, up, uh, you know, calories that we need. So blood levels do give a, a, a little bit of a false impression of, uh, you know, the actual, uh, hormone levels. And it's, it's important, uh, yeah, testing can be helpful, uh, certainly. And we would, uh, excuse me a moment, I'll have a sip of water here. I'm not going to do it like uh, Justin in his coffee. Uh, so uh, so um, there, there are ways to test with uh, your hormones. <coughs> Pardon. Lozenger here. And that would be uh, saliva is one way to do that. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, so... When you have uh, estrogen that's high and, and low progesterone, you're, you're getting uh, mostly anti-metabolite uh, or metabolic rates. Uh, what that means is you're not able to burn the calories that you were once able to do. So, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the progesterone does help balance that out. So there, there are many... Uh, uh, important benefits of of uh, progesterone as well. It also blocks cortisol, and and cortisol certainly plays a role in uh, weight gain. Uh, it's it's a 
energy, uh, I mean, a, uh, it's a stress hormone, it's an anti-inflammatory hormone. It also is very important for your uh, circadian rhythm and your ability to think. Uh, so, you know, the individuals that have high cortisol at night, they can't turn their brain off. So progesterone does help but with sleep. Uh, it, it, uh, there's something, uh, a, uh, a GABA receptor, GABA receptors are, are uh, where uh, drugs like uh, alprazolam, diazepam, those type of things work. And you can, you can actually take a, a GABA supplement uh, for sleep sometimes. So uh, that, along with progesterone, can be very important. Uh, the interesting thing, too, is that uh, there's a, a byproduct of progesterone called allopregnenolone, and it was recently approved by the FDA for postpartum depression. So interestingly enough, there was a doctor in, in England uh, uh, many years ago, probably 30 or 40 years ago, that was recommending progesterone for postpartum depression. Well, what happens when a woman uh, is pregnant is she has a lot of progesterone, she has elevated progesterone. That's what helps maintain the pregnancy. And then when the baby's born, that progesterone level drops down to nothing, and that's where the postpartum depression sometimes comes in. And women that have had that are at greater risk with subsequent pregnancies. And she was advocating using uh, progesterone uh, uh, vaginal suppositories uh, twice a day post uh, uh, birth of the child, and, and it certainly worked. So very, uh, this, this is not, not used at all, I don't think, in this country, but it, it's a great idea. Well, uh, I, I, I take that back. I, I do know a few doctors that, that uh, in North Carolina that have used it in that way. So it's interesting now that there's a, a, a potentially a new drug that uh, is part of your, uh, your natural uh, cascade of uh, hormones, which is kind of interesting, too, because you're not really supposed to be able to patent a uh, product that's in nature, but that we have seen that as well. So the progesterone also inhibits uh, the cortisol, and cortisol plays a role in depression as well. So here we have uh, hormone imbalance that can, can relate to uh, um, to depression in individuals. And so when you get to uh, the concept of serotonin, you know, there, there are drugs out there that the concept would be, you know, that you want to leave, leave the serotonin in the brain longer. And, and, and that is supposed to help depression. But there are also antidepressants that antagonize or go against serotonin. So that really, uh, and, and th those those drugs have an impact too. So when we when we say serotonin is uh, de uh, deficiency, is what causes depression. That's incorrect. And what happens is the drug leaves that serotonin out. In, in the brain, in a, an area of the brain called the synapse. So it's not r taken back up by the body. And what happens is 
you end up losing serotonin. So it's excreted in the urine. So the longer you're on an antidepressant, the more uh, likely that you are to need need more because that's how they measure neurotransmitters is they measure them in the urine. We've got uh, more to come. Um, we're up against a break here. This is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. We'll be right back. back to Health Talk. This is Fred Lowry. We're talking about um, hormones and serotonin. So I'm, I'm just going to maybe go out on a limb here and say I don't think serotonin is, is the cause of depression. There are many things uh, that can cause depression. Certainly uh, it, it's normal to be depressed. I think sometimes when you have life situations uh, that happen, uh, but there are so many things that play a role in that. Uh, diet can play a role in that. Uh, stress, uh, unresolved conflicts, uh, sometimes your genetics. Uh, so uh, one example of that is, uh, you know, some people use something called SAMI uh, for depression, uh, which is a uh, a uh, type of uh, supplement that uh, helps a lot of people with depression and, and sometimes that can be related to uh, genetic uh, differences uh, particularly people that have problems with methylation there's uh, a whole another uh, piece on that uh, and B vitamins can play a role in that certainly uh, Joe looks like we've got a caller on the line you want to take that good afternoon uh, you're on health talk you have a question I think, we, I, think we, I think we lost them. So uh, that's that's one one thing that that, that could be used. Um, you know, the, there are uh, GABA supplements uh, that help with depression. Uh, GABA and uh, a protein called L-theanine, which helps with anxiety. Uh, L-theanine is found in in teas, and uh, it actually helps lower levels of serotonin in the brain so that's that's kind of an interesting piece on that um and, and i just want to say that I, I know there may be people out there that are taking uh antidepressants it's, uh, in some cases it's not something you can just hear me and say oh well i'm not going to do that anymore uh, something you may want to discuss everybody's situation is different i uh, will say that there are people that uh have taken uh, antidepressants and, and it, it does seem to be uh, quite helpful for them. So, uh, you know, there's, there's that aspect. But uh, one of the things that 
on the negative side uh, that antidepressants do is it makes things seem farther away. You know, it's kind of like they're still there, but it kind of helps uh, at some level separate you from them, but it also uh, dulls everything else. It's, it's kind of a numbing, if, if you will. That's not really the right word uh, for it, but <clears throat> you basically can become, in some cases, numb to many things. Uh, so you may lose empathy or love uh, or wisdom, and uh, so all of those things certainly play a role in that. Uh, serotonin, when it's elevated, uh, impairs thyroid function. So now you've, uh, you know, you've reduced your metabolism. Uh, and, of course, that, that's part of the, the effects, uh, the side effects is weight gain, uh, you know, before loss of libido, uh, those type of things. So, you know, it's, it's, it's trying to find a balance, and it's just not always clear uh, as to what to do with that. Uh, one other uh, type of depression, uh, so you've got maybe a related to neurotransmitters uh, depression, but uh, you can have uh, basically an adrenal depression. And that's not a deep, dark, uh, you know, kind of depression. What it is is, is or has been described as I just don't have the energy to do the things I want to do. And, and so that's because of uh, low adrenal function. And all these things uh, play a role uh, together. So, uh, you, you know, your adrenal glands uh, or your, your stress hormone system is, is uh, the glands above the kidney, and they produce all kinds of hormones. Um, they produce uh, cortisol, they produce adrenaline, your, uh, your fight or flight uh, hormone. They produce uh, uh, fluid balancing hormones. Um, so you've got that and then you've got the thyroid that's regulating blood temperature, body temperature, energy and tissue growth. And um, one of the things that happens sometimes with uh, if a woman goes on hormone replacement without progesterone, uh, their, their thyroid function is not uh, working quite as well. So, you know, we have people that sometimes have adrenal fatigue, and that's, that's not terribly common. But what is common is adrenal maladaptation. And what that, ha- what that means is your body's making cortisol the wrong time of the day. So uh, if you uh, have uh, food allergies, like at lunchtime, you sometimes you'll see cortisol elevated at noon. And uh, at night, uh, if you have elevated cortisol, you're, not, you're either not going to be able to go to sleep or you wake at 3 o'clock in the morning. And it's like your your mind's turned on. And, of course, if you're not sleeping, uh, that plays a big role in everything. So, uh, and it, I would say it's important to, to know, too, that um, if you have uh, elevated cortisol, one of the things that happens, it, it's what we call uh, catabolic. It breaks down muscle 
bones, uh, you know, you're trying to get protein to uh, get to your liver to make glucose to support your your body and your brain. So it's a big negative if you're trying to do a low-carb diet and your, your hormones are out of balance like that because... If you're not getting the carbs in to, uh, to make the glucose, then then your body is just, uh, you know, it's going to start breaking down tissue in order to do that. So that, that becomes a, a, a really big issue. Uh, some people uh, use uh, uh, things to supplements and coffee to uh, support adrenal function. Caffeine is certainly a... Uh, stimulant of the uh, adrenal glands, uh, certainly the energy drinks uh, that people uh, use or overuse. You know, you're, with a lot of these things, you're, uh, they, they do work, but uh, you're, you're just depleting your bank account uh, with, with that type of thing. So uh, nicotine uh, can, can do that. Uh, food allergies uh, do play a, a role in you know, elevated cortisol. So if you have elevated cortisol or if you have a food allergy, you're irritating the gut, there's inflammation there, and then your, your body has to make cortisol to, uh, to deal with that. So once again, that goes back to diet. There are some adaptogens uh, that are pretty well known that help with adrenals and stress. Uh, ashwagandha is one of them. Uh, so it, it actually helps modulate hormones. Um, uh, ginseng, uh, we've heard about that. Uh, it also, uh, ginseng also, interestingly enough, blocks something called reverse T3. And we're gonna talk about that uh, on the thyroid side here in just a little bit. So a lot of these uh, adaptogens have a mild uh, anti-depression uh, impact on the body. <coughs> so, so you have now we're, we we've talked about um, a couple of different relationships. You've got the the hormone relationship, uh, sex hormones, progesterone, estrogen, testosterone. You've got the adrenal relationship. You've got the the brain chemistry relationship. And then you've got the, the thyroid relationship. So one of the things that um, in, in thyroid replacement, the most common thyroid replacement product is T4, which is like Synthroid. And uh, the determination to whether or not to be on a thyroid supplement has to do with TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone. So basically that's the, the chemical in your brain that says, hey, we need more thyroid. You know, there's not enough. So there's this feedback loop in the brain that tells the body what, you know, that I need more of this or less of this. And that's what this TSH is. And, and that's been kind of the gold standard for, for measuring thyroid hormone uh, for many, many, many years, and but it's very incomplete in my opinion. So there, there's many other things that that uh, 
are important to look at. So the TSH tells the body to make thyroid, and that's T4. And, and that's thyroid hormone with four iodines. And then the body converts the T4 to T3, and the T3 is the active portion. So now we've got two different other hormones that need to be measured. Uh, the last one to be measured is the reverse T3. So basically, reverse is like the, let's just think about it as the mirror image of T3. It looks like it, but it's not the same. So it, it, it doesn't have the same impact on the body. We're going to talk about more of this. Uh, I know I'm covering a lot of material here, but I just want you to have an appreciation of how all of these things seem to work together uh, in, in many ways. We'll be right back. Welcome back. This is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine. We're, we're talking about some of the complexities of all the things that's going on in your body uh, simultaneously. It's a lot of information to digest. It is. It, it really is, you know, and, and um, you know, it, it, when you learn this stuff, so you learn about adrenals, okay, maybe, or you learn about hormone replacement, or you learn about thyroid. Well, those are, those are compartments, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, if you, if you have somebody that specializes in one compartment, do they really know about what's going on in the rest of the body and the, the complexity of the relationships? You know, the human body is just, comp just amazing, you know, in terms of the things that go on. And every time you, uh, you do something, you change the equation. So the body is always adapting and changing. And, and you know, if, if you've got the right components on board, you know, and you're trying to uh, do a lot of the things I'm ta I've talked about, you know, th then your body has the ability to adapt. Uh, of course, as we age, some of that, that changes. Or, it, you know, and it, everybody has life situations, and sometimes... You know, difficulties uh, make it difficult for you to adapt to other things. You know, we, we've all had those, those situations. But, you know, it, it just trying to integrate this. And one of, one of my uh, mentors was really great at being able to bring together relationships of uh, different systems and, and, and how that played out. And so... You know what do you do? How do you how do you uh, adjust that? And you know sometimes you're you're filling the the cup with something that may not be there. As an example, thyroid medication. So if you, if your body's not producing enough thyroid, you know uh, what what reason is that? You know because your your thyroid hormone is made from a protein, tyrosine, and iodine. Are you low in protein? Are you low in iodine? And then, then the body's got to convert 
once it makes it has tyrosine with four iodines on it and then it converts to the, the T3 which is three iodines and you know there's uh, cofactors there like selenium or copper you know so are you do you have enough of that to make the conversion and if you do uh, if you're under stress then the body uses different enzymes to convert to reverse T3 so that you're not burning up the calories that you know so so here's the thing if you're just looking at TSH and you take T4 like a prescription drug Synthroid if when you take that and your TSH comes down saying okay we've got enough thyroid now because the brain's detecting more uh, more the T4 does that mean that you solve the problem and the answer to that's no because maybe you're not converting to T3 so if you're not looking at those labs you'll never know if you're not looking at uh, the reverse T3 you'll never know because so, so people can take these medications and feel not feeling better so what what's what's the reason for that so you know it, you have to kind of look at look at all these things and so uh, if if somebody's underweight uh, and they're low thyroid uh, they're not getting enough calories uh, and that slows down your metabolic rate so most of the time people are getting too many calories and the wrong kind of calories and of course uh, that's an issue so you know think about that T4 that synthroid that you're taking or levothyroxine it's kind of a pro-hormone it's not really the active one and, and T3 is so and, and all of this happens a lot of times, this conversion happens in your liver and, and your kidneys. So then you can get into now, here's another organ system. How's your, how's your liver operating? You know, are you, are you eating all that junk food that's compromising your, your liver? Or are you on a statin drug that inhibits enzyme systems in the liver? A lot, lot going on there, Joe. Yeah, and my, my head is spinning, so that's another thing that... That, you know, you got to worry about your head spinning from too much of this information. Too, too much. Well, <laughs> well it's not too much. It's just that it's a lot. You well, know, it's. Well, I didn't know there was so much to worry about with your body. You know, I thought <laughs> the doctor would let me know if there was so, uh, an issue, but man. Well, you know, they will let you know, but you you already know the issue. I mean, you know, there's something wrong before you go, and then you're looking for for an answer and. You know, the answer's not, not always in pharmaceuticals, and it may not always be, always be in uh, supplements, but, you know, there's, there's a place for both of those, those things. So if you're, if you're using a pharmaceutical to try to solve a problem that you created with a lifestyle, that's probably not going to last very long. So you'll get, you'll get help. You know, with that, but it, you know, it's not going to last. Another interesting thing is, uh, as you lay, as you have layers to this, and you get 
more and more illness or, or problems that happen, one thing goes away. Like you're, you have a symptom that goes away, but now you have another symptom. And so you think you solved the problem of one symptom. But what it is actually is another layer. And this, the more toxicity you get, the sicker you get, the deeper you're pushing the toxins into the body. And so, as an example, an initial toxin, it, uh, it, you know, maybe you eat something uh, that's not good for you or food poisoning, whatever. You, you throw up or you get diarrhea. So that's, that's excretion. That's the first basic level. And if you suppress that with a drug, then, you know, say your, your body's not able to get rid of it then you're pushing it in a little deeper level. And, and so now you're, you're, you're causing inflammation because your body's not able to process that. And if you suppress the inflammation, then the body's going to say, I, I can't deal with that. Now I'm going to store this toxin somewhere in connective tissue or something like that. And it just keeps going. And as you get well then what happens is the symptom you have now will go away, but then you, you'll get back that symptom that you had before. And you say, I hadn't had this, this headache in years, and now I have this headache or whatever it is. And, and so you keep getting healthier, that symptom goes away, and, and then you, you have a symptom that have, you had 20 years ago maybe. And, and sometimes it's short-lived, but... Uh, it, the point of this too is that you know you trying to figure out what's what's going on and and, and the body heals itself by in some cases symptoms and it lets you know something's going wrong so you know if you're if you're doing the wrong thing and, and most people know when they are um, then you know, you can take a drug and, and, and you can make that symptom go away, but it's, it's like a Band-Aid. I had a client recently that uh, was talking about how difficult it was to change her diet. And so she had some other things going on. Uh, you know, the, the, the foods that she was eating, as an example, um, they were processed foods. And they're chemically made to stimulate brain addiction. So when you stop eating those foods, you're actually changing your, your brain circuitry. And, and, you know, it gets better. You know, it, at first it's difficult. But you're changing your brain circuitry. <coughs> and, and so every time you do something like that and improving your diet, uh, there was uh, also some uh, forgiveness issues going on there, and he was dealing with that. And so the the individual's getting better, better. She's getting healthier, and and it you know maybe was a little bit of a difficult start, but she's really changing her brain chemistry because we're hardwired to experience the same uh, emotions and and addictions in some way particularly with food. And so that becomes a real 
uh, important thing in terms of changing because uh, there are things. This lady told me amazingly she can't have wheat, but there was wheat showing up. She was buying Ben and Jerry's uh, uh, non-dairy ice cream. It had wheat in it. And she looked at the ingredients. Now, why is that? You know, so here we, you know, we have, you've got to look at these food labels. You, you, you really do. So uh, a lot of information. Uh, I hope it was helpful, at, at least maybe in giving you an appreciation of uh, the complexities of the uh, uh, creation of the human body and uh, ideas and maybe inspiration on how you can uh, make some changes in the future. Come see us at Lowry Drug. This is Fred Lowry, pharmacist and doctor of natural medicine, and this is Health Talk. Mm-hmm.